So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Oh, boy. Drama, rama, rama. We got a whole bunch of it. There is issues backstage in AEW, apparently, and people are upset. We had the report yesterday with CM Punk reportedly going off script on Adam Hangman Page. That has gotten even crazier with even more drama mounting. Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. It's Sports Gator Wrestling News. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Hey, everybody, it's Kev Kellum, Sports Kid Wrestling News, live with you on a Friday top story. Can we call it? Can we call it top story? I guess we can call it top story. I'm going to move the camera down here because I don't like having to like look up and you guys see my, my bald head. I like keeping myself with you guys here. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Get into the comments below. Let us know what you think about this story. What's going on, Jimmy Thorne? Watch out, watch out, watch out. So much to cover with this story as it develops. Yes, what is going on backstage at AEW? Who is getting into trouble? Yesterday, we were covering this story uh, about CM Punk reportedly going off script on the August 17th edition of Dynamite and an in-ring segment, and that was... Uh, you guys can check out our video about it. It is up now. It breaks the whole thing down. It is nuts. This whole thing is just getting crazier and a little, little bit more intense, especially from a media source that has reported many, many things and absolutely 100% has sources within AEW. I can confirm that to you from talking to people at AEW. The reports you're getting from uh, the Wrestling Observer are pretty, uh, pretty legit. So Dave Meltzer is reporting in a recent edition of Observer Radio that there's backstage issues at AEW that are getting to, quote, a breaking point. A breaking point. Wow. Okay. Didn't know things were getting that crazy. You know, hey, there's some egos. It's wrestling. Everyone's competing for a spot. Everyone wants to be the top guy. Everyone wants the most respect. Um, but I want to know what you guys think about this story and, and how it's breaking down. A breaking point. Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer saying, on growing backstage issues, it feels like a number of people are close to their breaking point if things don't get settled. He then went on to say that they got to they gotta have a powwow, have a peace talk here and figure this thing out. Now, he doesn't name names, but then you have you know other people in AEW uh, getting upset about things. Brian Pillman Jr., Griff Garrison, collectively known as Varsity Blondes, are expressing their frustrations on social media, saying, great to see the roster carried AEW through the pandemic era getting treated like this. Awesome. Love it. Hashtag Varsity Blondes Flying Brian Jr. Deserve better. Whoa, boy. Uh, and uh, this is a fan doing this. And one fan suggested Pillman Jr. join Chris Jericho's group and Stable gets resurrected. They, they're kind of liking these tweets and, and kind of saying that. And uh, this is uh, getting some people upset. 
you had uh, Andrade, El Hidio, and Miro ex- expressing some unhappiness with AEW on social media, alluding to these things, endorsing fan frustrations, maybe not just saying it themselves. Kind of like a, a backdoor way of saying, hey, yeah, I see what's going on, and I'm not happy about it. So some people are getting pissed, man. All right, so where where is this here? Connecticut's in the house. What's going on? Let's shout out the people here. Iowa in the house. Shout out where you're from if you're watching for the first time. You're listening for the first time. We love you guys here. Um, and Fred Bourbon said he tried some of Ric Flair's weed. Yes, he has a strain of weed now. Woo! <laughs> Let us know if it's good. Give us a review, Fred. Uh, Nick Lombardi uh, on the topic, though. AEW isn't the paradise Tony Khan claims it to be. Shocking! Listen, this is wrestling. I know a lot of the AEW boobirds are going to be like, yes, finally they will get what they blah, 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 just stumble over themselves, you know. Um, but shout out where you guys are from. Let us know what you're thinking here. Um, Jeremy in Illinois, my home state. Thank you so much. So this is a pretty intense story, guys. I, I got to think that the more this grows the more it's going to become an issue and and i'll i'll bring it back to the story we had with punk yesterday cm punk on august 17th goes out there is going to do a segment with john moxley set up a massive match going to be on tv next week and before he does that he he calls out adam hangman page for a match that that isn't going to happen from all reported sources isn't in the plans at the moment. Maybe they'll have another match at some point. I don't know. And then says he wants an apology, and he wants an apology that's louder than the other things he was saying about him. And this all relates to a promo, two different promos specifically, in the lead-up to Double or Nothing, where Punk took the title off Adam Hangman Page. And those referenced Colt Cabana and Punk, who have long-standing, no longer friends, very serious legal issues with each other, Um Punk, a huge star in AEW, All Elite Wrestling. Coco Cabana reportedly was almost released by the company, but there was a very loud uproar about that in the locker room because a lot of people respect Coco Cabana and what he's done for wrestling and spearheading things like pro wrestling tees, which has been very, very beneficial to a lot of people in the wrestling business. Much, a lot of them before they were their time in AEW. So it is very compelling to see that it seems like sides are being picked here. And there's some people that are on the side of people coming into the company and adding something to it. And then there's other people that are like, hey, be loyal to us. We were loyal. We, we were here during the pandemic era. We were here when there was no fans. We, we, we were with this company relative when it started. So there's different you know, sides on this issue. And I want to know what you think. And I also want you guys to share the link. I was expecting uh, some some louder opinions about this. And I want to know, is this something that you see on television? Do you notice it outside of what Punk did? Is it something where talents that you love in AEW aren't being represented the way you want them to be? And this could be a whole bunch of issues. It isn't just mainly the Punk one here with Adam Hangman Page. But it's it's clearly going to be divisive. And that was very upsetting to some people in AEW. Jay Feliciano, man who knows a thing or two about the wrestling world. Always appreciate Jay's comments. Thank you so much, Jay. Could this be the ultimate work worky workinson working the smarks with something so worked that there's no way it could be a work? <laughs> Hashtag long-term storytelling. Hashtag 
Punk was a heel all along. Hashtag save save us, Hangman. <laughs> I don't know. It could be something for sure. I don't know. Uh, let us know what you guys think here. This is just, this one's getting out of hand, man. There's a really serious issue here. And uh, I want to see how this gets settled. I mean, you have this all layered on top of something else that I reported on today. MJF. MJF, another report from the Observer, is due for some type of comeback soon in AEW. This is a guy who was going off on the company, walked out on a meet and greet double or nothing weekend, and then still showed up at the pay-per-view, and then cut a promo that following Wednesday where he was swearing on live television, he got bleeped, and he did it in front of, like, network executives, and he called Tony Khan, the president of the company, an effing mark. Well, (laughs) so uh, as much as that grows, there's a lot of people who are just going to see this and be like, "Uh, what's going on there? Uh, Was MJF right about them placating all these WB guys with too much stuff? And then you have some WB guys like Miro. He's upset. Andrade upset. Is there not enough TV time to suffice all these big stars? Who do you want to please? Who's the draw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punk out there saying you can be the heart and soul of this thing, John Moxley, but I'm the dollars and cents. Ouch. Ouch, 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 ouch. Want to go to the diehard, the watch out army is always with me. Thank you guys so much. I get some talent being mad. They aren't being utilized, but a lot of fans don't want to see them. And business is business. Uh, you know, there's some truth to that. Uh, great show, Kevin. Callum, enjoy wrestling, everyone. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much, Chris. Always appreciate your support. Um, and uh, it's it's interesting. Is this whole thing an elaborate work like Jay was bringing up earlier? I, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I think not knowing is okay, but I can go with the sources we got. I can tell you this. Some things I do know. Um, the issues that I've heard about in the locker room, they, they do line up with what I've heard. And the people I've talked to, no, there, there is some unrest. Now, did I know they were this bad? I can't say that. There was some annoyance, I guess, is the way I would describe it. Uh, but it, it seems like they've gotten worse. You know, and uh, and it seems like they're maybe at a point where you now have people feel like they can go out there and put that out on television. Someone described that as going into business for themselves and not fulfilling the story. But then, hey, they're going to have maybe the biggest TV match they've ever had next week when they do CM Punk versus John Moxley. It's probably the biggest match they can make, and that'll be on television. And in September, AEW's got to renegotiate some TV ratings, uh, excuse me, TV deals. And those ratings have to be at a point where, wow, as they're going to the table, those ratings are picking up. The the dynamite ratings strong in terms of rankings, but in terms of you know week to week ratings, it's 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 gone down year to year. It's gone down, um, but that doesn't mean they're not ranking high in terms of what's going on in cable television. Rampage is in a really tough spot on Friday nights, and but it's put up some better numbers recently. Better may not be great, but better is better, right? So. You have a show that's wavering around that 1 million part. You know, it's an overnight rating. It's also worth noting Nielsen TV ratings are so subjective. 
and do not include social media. They do not include people watching it internationally. They're just a domestic number. It does not include people DVRing the show sometimes as well. So those three-day out numbers tend to be better, but we tend to just you, the main numbers that are reported are those show buzz daily numbers. So a lot of people have their own take on these things here. Uh, Robert Johns with the take here. Too many WWE guys show the talent they got you started with. In, in, uh, you mean outshow them? Yeah. Newark, Ohio. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Um, and you know, other people with their take about this thing, man, that it's, it's, how do you balance all that? You only have so much TV, you have big stars, you got to have big ratings. You want to compete. And that's another thing going to the table. You got AEW saying they need all hands on deck. That's another quote from the observer, all hands on deck. Cause we're going to the, t- we're going to these TV contract tapings and our, t- our TV partner, our biggest flow of revenue into this company is our television contract. By all outside observations, that's what it is. Just merge with another company. And if you've been following Warner Brothers Discovery, they are dropping and changing the the HBO Max platform completely. Pulling, They pulled 200 episodes of Sesame Street off of it without announcing it. They're pulling original shows off of it without announcing it. Now am I saying, oh, cry to the heavens, AEW is going to get canceled? No. That isn't, but you want to have you want to have yourself in a strong position going into a negotiation period, and you know putting a match like this on, it's a good idea. Punk versus Moxley is a good idea for that rating. Now, does it dissolve into an angle? Because it's all worth noting. Pay per view is coming up. Pay per view is coming up September fourth, and we don't have a clear idea what that world title match is going to be. I would assume CM Punk is involved in it. It's in Chicago. So you gotta, you gotta, you know, make sure that that crowd is happy. It'd be weird if he wasn't on that card. Um, <clears throat> Nick Lombardi, running a wrestling company isn't easy. This is why WWE has whole departments dedicated to talent relations. AEW needs to have better communication with the stream of wrestlers. Easier said than done, of course. You know, Nick, you're not the last person to say that. You're not. I've heard that before, uh, and and I've heard that from people saying they think they think communication is a massive, massive issue in AEW and it was with the purchase of ring of honor with people there feeling they, they've been left out of the blue. You heard the issues with Jonathan Gresham and how he dropped the ring of honor world title, Claudio Castagnoli. And that was a real, real issue with him. So a lot of this is happening here. Um, a lot going on here. Um, other people bringing this up is a uh, major league baseball playoffs going to push AEW to what night. I've heard that too, you know, cause they're on with, the, the Turner channels, TBS and TNT. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know the exact date where they're going to move. I don't have that in front of me, but I have heard that that is indeed going to happen at least one night during during the Major League Baseball playoffs. So they have a game on a Wednesday. Uh, possibly games on Friday, though, too. I don't, I don't, I don't think TNT had any game. So there you go. Um, Joshua is saying they're trying too hard to sign too many people. That's another thing is like they signed a lot of people and reintroduced. They re, you know brought in a bunch of names. In the last year, year and a half, it's also worth noting they have AEW Dark and Dark Elevation. They're developing talent in-house, or at least independent talent is coming to them and doing stuff. It's just they're in a really tough spot. And I you got to think at some point you have to say no, that we can't bring in more talent and be able to afford it and spend it the right way. But then you have somebody like MJF saying, I'm here, I'm a draw, I'm proving it. I'm gonna, you know, I'm I want more money. I want to, I want to get paid what I'm worth. Uh, and I've heard the num- I've heard the illusions, the illusions within conversations. And I can't say this because I can't verify it independently. 
but I've heard it from enough people to, to, to say, wow, person A is making more than MJF and he's MJF and he's already proven that he can be a, a main event star for you guys. And he's 26 years old. And when you hear the names of who makes more, I'm not going to, cause I don't, have, I don't have independent confirmation from both sides of the story. So reporting it would be um, irresponsible, but you know, frustrating when you're an MJF and you're a big star. It's frustrating when you're guys in, in that locker room and you're, you're like that. Maybe it's frustrating when you're CM Punk. You came over, you're a big star and you got guys running your name through the mud and it's like, hey man, I'm going to have the biggest match of your freaking career with you and you're going to go out there and go into business for yourself. That's another thing is maybe it's a respect issue. You know, uh, yet you had guys I know in wrestling saying, oh, he's this, he's that, he's you know trashing him today. And I, I don't want to quote anybody because I just don't think it's fair to them. But I'm just shocked at like, oh, there's a lot of people who are just now openly going out of uh, out there. You know, John Silver of the Dark Order was tweeting a picture of Adam Hangman Page, who was at Dynamite on Wednesday when this is all going down in the ring. And he's at catering, saying he's busy. Sorry, Hangman's busy. He's not going to be out there. I was like, oh boy. Just taking, just taking little shots at each other here now. Uh, you know, big time. Steve with a comment here. If I were Johnny Gargano, why would I sign with the chaos that is happening right now? I would prefer to go to WWE and work for Triple H, who Johnny knows and can trust. Well, I've heard a lot of that too. I can tell you from a report I did earlier this week that Johnny Gargano is indeed open to a return to WWE and having uh, with the sense that he would trust at least having a creative vision on where he would be or at least a creative, a creative destination for his role. Is that fair? Uh, but he has talked to AEW. That same report, we can, we can say that from Bodyslam. Bodyslam.net. Tip of the cap to old Cassidy Haynes there. Um, it's, it's interesting. Um, and you got some contracts in other wrestling organizations that are coming up soon. There's a lot of talent over in Impact Wrestling who's con- they're working without deals and they're waiting on things. Could you see some of that shift? Hey, all right, you want to go and like a tweet about somebody complaining about what happened with you on television this week? Well, we can get the Good Brothers whose deals might be up at the end of the month. You know, so uh, that that's another thing. And so you got younger talent who want to fight for those spots and, and do things. Uh, but, you know, also some of it can just be like these guys just having a goof and being online and, and you know, getting their name out there. Uh, David with the talent. Hey, Kevin, a lot of them should go to ROH. Please bring back top story. Uh, you know, Hey man, I'd love to bring back top story. I'd really, really love to do that. Not my call. Um, here, I'll, I'll get into it. Freestyle Friday. Get in a couple questions. We'll do a couple questions. Jerry Sorrentino says, you think Bray Wyatt coming back? I believe, I, I believe you're t- talking about wrestling in general. Um, him coming back to WWE. I we did a report about this about a week ago, uh, and sources and reports on it were pretty strong that people within WWE, if they haven't brought it up, they would be open to it, especially now with Triple H there and this Vince McMahon and Bray Wyatt were not seeing eye to eye. They were not gelling, and that led to a big uh, division and maybe even Bray Wyatt's release. At the time, he was one of the top highest paid guys in the company. Was a huge merchandise seller but wasn't, you know, an active in-ring guy. He was doing a lot of vignettes. He was very much a, an elusive character, but that made people talk about him a whole lot more. And a lot of the casual fans really, really loved Bray Wyatt and got into him, and, and even the diehard fans. He was a cross-aisle wrestler. Um, so I think Bray Wyatt coming back would be a real thing, but it's also worth knowing Bray Wyatt doesn't own that name, Bray Wyatt, and he doesn't own The Fiend. 
If he was to go and do a character like that somewhere else, it wouldn't be The Fiend. It's an IP, an intellectual property that WWE owns. No different than The Undertaker can't be The Undertaker anywhere else except WWE. Follow? Uh, So I I do think there's a very distinct possibility he could come back. I don't know if and when that's happening. Uh, But WWE's done a lot of comebacks recently. So if they were going to do it, I would actually hold off on it. And, uh, you know, say I hold the pencil, right? I don't want to do fantasy booking. But, I mean, don't do it now objectively with the industry i mean you got the fall coming up you want to do something interesting before survivor series maybe you want to do something interesting around that time where you really ramp up for wrestlemania season that would be a way to do it That'd be a total way to do it um a lot of people with different takes here on all these different things i love it um chase bringing this up yeah this was a story i reported on yesterday Shawn Michaels has been appointed the head of talent relations and creative that is specifically overseeing NXT. And of course, NXT went through some massive changes, uh, very aggressive ones with NXT UK specifically. Nearly 20, I believe 20 plus wrestlers were released uh, from the NXT reboot. It's gonna, they're going to put UK on hiatus and reboot it as NXT Europe in early 2023. So that's unfortunate, um, but it's part of wrestling. You know, NXT UK was, was in a very, very tough spot with different laws and different regulations coming out of the pandemic and, uh, you know, being in BT sport. And once they couldn't get that studio space, they had to reevaluate what that product's going to be. And it's kind of an odd time to do that right now when WWE is going to do a massive stadium show in September, that first week of September, they're going to do a very, very big show. They're going to talk about AEW law, but I'm, I'm not September 4th. Everyone's like, hey, AEW law. It's going to, it's going to trend number one on Twitter. It's going to be all these different things. And, WWE is just trying to glom onto that weekend. Well, what's the problem? Because the night before, if you pay for Peacock for five bucks or seven bucks, or you get through your cable package, you're going to get Clash of the Castle. Everybody's going to win. Wrestling fan is going to win. So Sean being up there, though, is another win, I think, for the Triple H camp. He's obviously him and Triple H are very, very close. And uh, he stepped in with NXT. I think he's a very cool-headed version of himself, more than he was when he was in his heyday as a wrestling star in the 90s. And obviously, the last 20 years, I think he's become a uh, a much more calculated and purposeful person. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to what he does in terms of developing talent. Seems like he has a real joy in it. Um, <clears throat> other people with con- con- – here we go. Chris Ulrich. I heard there's a possibility that a uh, match of Classic Hitchell just might be a faulty four-way match. Are you talking about the, the uh, world title situation? I don't see that changing. Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns is the world title match you're getting. Uh, Jeremy, want to know uh, about Braun Strowman? I don't know anything about Braun Strowman. He seems pretty active with the Control Your Narrative project that he's doing with EC3. He's done many different interviews to promote it. He seems very, very passionate about it. Though, you know, things could change. Things could absolutely change. But the Control Your Narrative project can have a huge tour coming up. And he, he seems very, very dedicated to that concept and being a draw in his own right with that. So good on him with that. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, if you're watching on demand and you just see this, oh, no, I, I'm not going to be in the conversation. Yes, you will, because I'll be in the comments below. I'll actually get in there and continue the conversation with you guys as well. If you enjoy this show on Facebook, well, you can get it on demand as well on our podcast feed, available in your podcast and years on Spotify or wherever your podcasts are available. Just search Sports Key Wrestling. We're charting in multiple countries. Thank you so much for that. Eventually... We are going to get the show on a YouTube channel simultaneously, and that'll be called Wrestle Binge. That is actually still around. Just search Wrestle Binge, one word, Wrestle Binge, one word, by Sports Keyed Wrestling. 
We have top five videos up there. We have deep dives. And then we're going to start dropping daily news videos there as well. So all that good stuff. Uh, exclusive content with Vince Russo, Monday nights after Raw. Interviews up right now with Stokow, Steve Austin up on a channel talking to that Billy after. And Road Dog and Russo doing Wrestling Outlaws every uh, Thursday and Friday. Multiple segments of that up on our YouTube channel. Thank you guys so much for supporting Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is enjoy wrestling.